Blog Talk Radio. And Ephraim, when will the envy stop? No love for any cops, that's what got Kenny shot. Y'all drinking Henny shots, I'm investing in penny stocks, they give me props. Rapping, teaching, debating, unity, while Satan trying to weaken the nation. Cops in my community, kill us with every opportunity. No justice or peace, the police get immunity. Look, rubber bullets and riot suits when they gear up. Asking where the love went, cause judgment is near us. And kids rather pour up a foe and sip the syrup. Learn about how the black Moors ruled in Europe. We divided by economic material skills. My people are serial victims of imperialism. I tell the truth and the truth. Boy, my pen no lie. They love the Hebrew Israelites. Ask the NOI. Let's pray. I pray. Abba yeah, how will rise. I pray. For your grace and everything that you shall provide. I pray. Every day that you teach me how to strive to put my trust in you. Because in you is where the power lies. My people are dead and pumped. will come out of hide. I pray. Every day, no excuses or alibis, I pray. That every last one of these cowards die, I pray. All of this in the name of Yahweh Shai. Can't feed the blessed, don't need to stress, so I fast and I rest instead. Cold sweats in the bath, trying to grasp as I'm set in bed. In my dream, I had a twin. He stabbed me to death and fled. Visions of a pale horse and a dragon with seven heads. Vagabond, Babylon, being watched by the Lord. Can't even stop by the store, cause on my block it's a war. Jehovah Witnesses don't even knock at my door Cause they know they fall doctrinal Get chopped by my sword, yeah I'm with the lyrical or the spiritual murder play I see some ravenous wolves leading the herd astray My homie's mom's a tweaker I watch them survey I'm numb to this game and the pain I'm an invertebrate When the Messiah comes, sir We gon' witness the sun purge He coming back to judge every idle and dumb word My team always moving in silence We unheard The elite wanna converge On the elect and the one-third I pray, Abba Naba, Yahweh will rise, I pray, for your grace and everything that you shall provide, I pray, every day that you teach me how to strive to put my trust in you, cause in you is where the power lies, my people are dead and pumped, will come out of hide, I pray, every day no excuses or alibis, I pray, that every last one of these cowards die, I pray, all of this in the name of Yahweh Shai. I pray you sing to the Lord a new song. Sing praise in the assembly of the righteous. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their bed. Let the high praise of God be on the mouths of the saints and a two-edged sword in their hands to execute vengeance on the demonic nation and punishment on those people. Divide their kings for change. If only I could spread my wings and fly away, I'd escape this place right away and be gone, vanished without a trace. This where I stay. It ain't safe for kids to go out and play. No matter if it's night or day, you can be hit by a stray. So every morning when I awake, I pray for a brighter day. Don't know how much more darkness my eyes can take. Criminals populate the city. Crime is at its highest rate. Growing up, I was surrounded by a lot of hate. Through the tribulations, I acknowledge that yeah, I was great. Can't wait till he sent his son to deliver us up out this place. Babylon the Great, better known as the United States. The place that was built off of oppressing an entire race. But when I'm trying to wait, we about this place. Every nation under the sun, gonna be more shook than a violent quake. Let's get it right, Jake, so we can take our rightful place. The 12 gates reserved for us, our paradise awaits.
Psalms chapter uh, 133, right? I wanted to ask myself, man, what is it that the Father looks for us to unify in? You know what I'm saying? Because this has got me. I'm going over, as you go through all the scriptures, we'll go over a few of them just on unity, right? But as you go through the scriptures, you can really start to see that there's a pattern of what is what unified together for. Our holidays is about us coming together. So unity just wasn't the fact that we were together, but it was the mindset that we were in, right? So as I looked, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, and I'm looking for the class as I'm talking, but um, as you look at it, and we start going over the descriptions of being unified, coming together, the, what, what, what was the what had us divided? What brought us together? And then we, I think we read in First Corinthians chapter eleven. We read about and Moses said, uh, "Praise not that you come together for the better, but for the worse." Right? But we're gonna read that too. We're gonna read plus uh, um, First Corinthians. I think it's eleven. I think it's eleven. I'll find it real quick. Yeah, that's it, man. We're gonna go to. Um, and it's perfect, man. So we're gonna we're gonna go into a little of unity, but then what? It, where is our unity supposed to show? You know what I'm saying? How is it supposed to show? Are we unified because we all came together to go to the, the donut shop? You know what I'm saying? Uh, are, we, are we unified when we watch it? We unified when we go to the movies. We're going to unify and go see Wakanda forever again. We're going to be unified at the movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it, according to the Bible, that the Most High is looking at when he's gauging our unity and where we unify that? And that's what I wanted to go in. Hold on. Hold on a second.
Okay, we there? All right. So we're talking about what when we're going to the Bible, we're going to find out what it is that Israel was supposed to be unifying around. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to look at. Because you know what we can say about we're supposed to unify around the Bible, which is not wrong, but for some reason, I'm looking at this like everybody's picking a part of their Bible, a part of the Bible, a part of their teaching, a part of their understanding that they're choosing to unify with. I'm going to be unified here. So if we follow the new moon, if you ain't following the new moon, well, I'm not unified with you because you're not following what it is that I'm following. Right. So we want to go now as we keep reading, we're going to find out what we should have been unifying around. Right. So we'll start the Psalms chapter. Um, one thirty three and one. Yep. Psalms one thirty three. Inside of verse one. Uh, Psalms. Chapter one thirty three, starting at verse one. Psalms. And it says, "Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity." So we know it's two. That's word. It said, "How good and how pleasant it is for brothers to do, to dwell together, but in unity." Right. When you look, yeah, and if you look at the definition of unity, it means to be together. So it has to have a deeper meaning than brothers dwelling together, together. So because <laughs> also the definition of unity is to be like-minded. In one accord. In one accord. So we can be together, but are we like-minded? And it's, it's strong how... You look at this and you figure out how do we get like-minded. The only way you can get like-minded is in your conversation and talking to one another. You know what I'm saying? We, the reason why we, it's harder for, as a nation, it's harder for us to be together is because we don't communicate enough so that I can be like-minded. But I think like you think. We may not agree. It's crazy. We don't even, truth is, half the things we don't really even know what we agree on or disagree on because we don't talk. I heard something you said, and from what you said, I don't agree. I ain't even had a conversation enough with you to find out why you said it or what you meant so that, you know, it gives me a chance to get us to that point where we are one-minded. But we let this shit go for so long that we stopped talking. We didn't, we did, we don't talk. We assume, you know, we, we stay up, we, we stay away from, we do all these different things, and this is what's causing the division. The lack of communication would, would get us to the point where it's like, okay, I'm, I, I'm, we're not like-minded because I don't know what's on your mind. You don't, we're not like-minded because you don't know what's on my mind. But to be unified, we're supposed to be like-minded. We're reading the same book. We don't talk, we don't communicate enough to even be able to see what's on that man's mind. That's what we don't do. So what we I'm reading this, I'm, I'm also showing that if if someone's your definition. Yeah. Let me read it. The definition of um unity. Uh-huh. Um, speak up a little bit. A whole or totality as combining all its parts into one. The state or fact of being united or combined into one. So if the most high that we're reading this now, like I said, the most high said we were supposed to be combined into one, right? Like-minded, but we were supposed to have been working to be combined into one. So if you go back to Psalms 133, 
and using that definition of unity. Where does the Most High say he command the blessing? Read that. It says, it is, well, 133, yeah. well, Psalm 133 and verse 2, it says, uh-huh. it is like the precious ointment. We can read verse 1. We're just going to read all the way through. Okay. Um, Psalms uh, chapter 133 and verse 1, and it says, uh, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell in, dwell together in unity. Right. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, mm-hmm. that went down to the skirts of his garments. Right as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. Go ahead. For there the Most High commanded the blessing. So I'm going there because if we were going to be blessed, like if it was Aaron, the, the, the anointing Aaron, the anointment that Aaron got, the dew of Hermon, these are the places that the Most High considered to be where his blessing was, we're reading the Father saying that in the unity, we're going to read the definition again. In the unity, he said he command the blessing. So if you read the definition and put that there, where does the Most High command the blessing? Okay, so um, where does he command the blessing? In <laughs> definition. Uh, a whole or totality as combining all its parts into one, the, uh, the state or fact of being united or combined into one as of the parts of a whole. So you look at if the most has, I'll command my blessing and you guys combine into one. So as long as we're as a whole, the, we're losing our blessings from the Father because we're not in that mindset to say, you know what, there needs to be a relationship developed or we need to be in communication so that we can now be combined, right, into one or into one whole. All parts combined together. I love it. All parts combined together into one or oneness of mind. Everybody wants the same thing. Go ahead. Among a number of persons, um, Concord, harmony, uh-huh. well, or agreement. So to be to be united, so he commands the blessing when we're in one accord, when we're in harmony. What else? Agreement. And we we agree. Oneness of mind. We are in oneness of mind. Go ahead. As among a number of persons. So, so that's that multitude that's, that's coming together, right? So that that multitude. Comes together, they're oneness of mind. They they at peace with one another, one accord. The Father said, "There, I command the blessing." Right? Finish it up. Um, that was it for well. Now let's go here. Now let's go straight into this, right? Um, I want you to let's go to First Corinthians chapter eleven, and I think we will read it here too tomorrow. First Corinthians chapter eleven. First Corinthians eleven. And please text if you have a hard time hearing me. The number is the same. Um, if we need to speak up, whatever, please let us know. Hold on. 
Let me do this real quick. I'm sorry. Are we going to go to uh, what I say? First Corinthians chapter eleven. Sorry, verse sixteen. Let me get that real quick. Mm-hmm. One second, y'all. You ready? So first Corinthians eleven and sixteen and reads, But if any man seems to be contentious. Oh, he seems to be what? Contentious. Now I'm reading these because these were supposed to be I wrote these in there because these were all examples of unity. Things that we're reading. Well, no, just if we read all to twenty six or twenty five, so it'll it'll start to explain itself. But we can still leave the definition of contentious, right? Look at that definition. Because it starts there, but it goes on (laughs) verse 25. (laughs) Watch that. Contentious, huh? Okay. <laughs> oh, definition of contentious. Are they more likely to cause an argument? Oh, well, hold on. It says, I like this now, because these are all examples that we read in the Bible of what we're supposed to unify around, right? So it says, if any man seems to be contentious, and this goes off for the class that we started, we've been going over this for a while, right? He said, but if any man seems to be contentious, I mean, he's, he likes to start an argument, right? What else does it say? Um, disputable, uh, debatable. He likes to debate, likes to be controversial. He is vehement, fierce. He, like, he, argumentative. he likes to be argumentative. So if any man seems to be argumentative, likes to debate, uh, um, confrontational, he likes to quarrel, he likes to fight, go ahead. We have no such custom. He said that that type of spirit is not the custom that we have. Go ahead. None of the churches, that's not the spirit that's supposed to be in any of the churches. We're supposed to be able to get along, be in harmony with one another, not a spirit of wanting to now, I'm trying to do something to poke at you or piss you off. I'm trying to push you away. That's not supposed to be, that's not our custom. That's not how we've ever been. 17, it says, now in this, that I declare unto you, I praise you not that you come together, not for the better, but for the worse. He said, the thing, I, he said, the thing I'm going to praise you in, I'm not praising because you come together for the better. So like I said, Wakanda's coming out now. We're going to go on to see Wakanda forever. We gonna go hang out at the barbecue. We gonna go and, and find every fun environment. That's the only place that we bond and we uh, get around each other. He said, "I don't praise you because you come together for the better." He said, "I'm looking at it." He said, "But for the worse." So I praise the fact that in hard times or when a person is having 
yeah. a hard time. It's real easy. It's real easy to come together when everything is good. Yes, and it's easy to – and when the, when a person's going through something, people ain't going through nothing. It's easy to be their friend. It's easy to hang out when you're not going through anything. But when you are going through something and you're not the most pleasant to be around, when it's those times, we stay away from each other. We want to be alone. We bite at each other and do these certain things because I'm trying to exclude or get you away. I'm not praising that. Because I'm praising that you work to come together at the worst times to come together. But I like it because he's going to even go and explain. What do you mean I praise you when they come together for the worst? Give me an example of the worst. Read on. Um, First Corinthians 11 and 18. And read for, first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you. I hear what? That there be divisions among you. But that means people that have been quarreling, they've been arguing, they're, they uh, made every excuse and, and used everything in our power to keep away from each other rather than at the worst times we're trying to now get closer together. So Paul's explaining in this letter, I'm hearing that this is when y'all come together, even when you come together for service in your church, there's division. That means we are the same building. We can be in the same congregation, but we ain't together. Just click over here. This group hang out over here. Um, this these ones believe good what they're going to do. He said, no, there's division. There's not harmony there. Read on. 19, it says, but there must be also heresies. And we, and we looked up heresies before. Those are the opinions and the quotes and the, uh, and, uh, the things I wanted to debate about, what I believe. The doctrines, the, all the other doctrines. That's just a, I, my belief. I believe in this. I look at it this way. We don't look. We don't see things eye to eye. So Paul, there must be heresies there. It's other doctrines and other philosophies that these are things that are interfering with our division or our um, unity. Read on. Um, it says, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. Read. For there must be also heresies among you that they may be made manifest among you. Go ahead. When you come together, therefore, into one place. So when you do come together in this one place, and that's why I said these are about examples, what do you mean you come together for the worst? When you come to church, when, you, when we come together in one place, there is something that we're supposed to be working on. Read that. Okay. Well, when you come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. So it's not about the fact that I just went through the ceremony. Is that I partake, I was in class. I heard the scriptures. I was the um I ate the food or I took the, the cup or, or or I just participated in the service. That's not what we come here together for. We're not it's not supposed to be about the fact, well, you know, I took the Lord's Supper, so I came and I served the Lord. So on this day, I did come to the church, but I came 
to work on my relationship with being the most high. Because that's a lot of that going on where, yeah, I'm coming, but I come and the only thing I'm working on is my relationship with the Father. I come to class because I'm trying to be a part of the service. Read. So read that again. 20. Um, it says, First Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 20. And it reads, when you come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. It's not just about the ceremony. Read. For in eating, everyone taketh before other his own supper. In the, when everybody is eating, I'm only looking out for me. I'm not looking out for someone else's need. I'm only, I only came to the church for the service. It wasn't about the other person. So he says, and take him, read 21 again, for in, for in eating, everyone taketh before other his own supper. Uh-huh. And one is, one is hungry. Read. And another is drunken. And this is, what we're reading is, this is the, this is going on in the church. This is going on right there in the congregation, the most high showing. This is why no one is looking out, because it was looking out for one another. But Paul was showing, the one thing that we focused on was, the service. I came, I dressed apart, and I did the service. So I told myself, I pleased the Most High. But the Father's looking at, as we're reading, as you did the service, but you're doing the service, the only person you've been looking at is for you. You're going through the motions, you're doing the service, but you're only looking out for you. Yeah, and this person's hungry. Looking out for yourself. Right. That's it. And, and it ends up being drunken. There you go. So the whole time when I was in the service, I got drunk. He was left out. But I was in, I was in the in the church. I was at the Lord's Supper. And I was at the Lord's Supper. Yeah, that's 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 my friend. But I did, I was there, man. I said my abogados and the, you know so I did my little Hebrew and you know what I'm saying I I. We did, we did the whole service. I stood up, man. We did a lot of prayers. You know, I really was making it spiritual, man, when my, I don't play with my connection with the Father. I'm going to come super spiritual. I'm going to uh, be the loudest reader. I'm, I'm, I'm invested into the service. But the Father's like, yeah, you are. But when you're getting filled, you're getting drunk when somebody else is leaving. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be the fact that this person was physically drunk. But one person have a lot, but there was somebody in your congregation that was needy. They needed. It could have been spiritual. It could have been that time the investment was needed. There was a time right now that investment is needed for someone else. That you're around. Y'all together, but you're looking out for you. You're not looking out for the next person. But you are, like you said, Devar, you are at the Lord's suffering. You in service. You are at the church. You got your you you get yeah, you got your yeah, you did. You got your spirit filled. But you didn't see that someone else was lacking. Read on. Forty two it says, What? Have ye not houses to eat and to drink in? Uh-huh. Or despise ye the church of God? Or do you do what? Church of the most high. The question was do you have a house, house to, eat, to eat and to and drink, to drink in. in? Or 
despise ye the church of the Most High? Or do you hate the church of the Most High? I love this because we're not talking about the building there. The church, if it's the congregation, the fact that you only look out for you shows your hatred for your brother, for the for, your, for the people around you. The you fact that you don't, you could have done that at home, right? You, right? You, even even though it's about being spiritual, you could have done that at home. But this was an opportunity for you to now have. We haven't been focused on helping the next person. We've been focusing on just making sure that we did the service that we had. We that we were a part of the supper. There you are, Jerry. Going through the motions, and at this point, the most I've said, this is how we are showing hatred is the fact that I I despise Israel. I despise the work of the I despise the congregation. I despise the nation because when that person, when there was somebody there to help, I was more about me and taking care of me rather than I was looking out for someone who needed. Right. Read on. Um, 22 again at the top. It says, what have you not houses to eat and to drink in or despise you the church of the most high? Read. Really? And shame them that have not. And you do what? And shame them that have not. So we're looking at the example that unity, the unity, or we're supposed to be unified in loving one another. We were all supposed to be in that one accord, in that one mind, and now looking out for one another, looking out for the next person. That person is lacking. I'm trying to now be there to help. I'm going to pick up the slack where I can pick up the slack. I'm not going to leave them lacking, and now I'm full. <laughs> like having, I got four cars. Feel shame. Because they don't have. That's it. I like what you said. It says, and shame them that have not. You all of a sudden, when we up on top and everything is good, you get all the slows and the strong salute, the brother, because you in there. But as soon as you look like you need, all of a sudden you wicked. All of a sudden you wicked. You got a problem because you need. The most I said, you shame them that what? You shame them that uh, have not. Uh-huh, go ahead. What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? Shall read? I praise you not. No, because it wasn't. That means your service didn't mean much then. Your service, and your Lord, you, you said, you're not getting credit for sitting at the supper. I'm not praising you for that. What is it that I'm supposed to praise you in? Go ahead. 23, it says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. Now, when did Christ, in service, telling you, you know, let me see if you can find this, when did Christ, in service, heal and look out for the other people? Um, Remember, we all come together in the church. The yeah. So, because he said he followed. For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you. Right. So then what he's doing now is what Christ did. Right. 
So when Christ came to the church, what was Christ's focus? Focus was the people around him. So you got to prove that now. Because everybody in church thinks they're doing the will of the Most High. So what was Christ doing when Christ went on the on the on the Lord's Supper or the Sabbath day? What was it that he was doing? Because if I understand that, we can understand where our focus is supposed to be when we come to the to, to church or to the uh, to the camp or to class. What is it my focus supposed to be? Am I supposed to be focusing on making sure that I shine, or am I supposed to be focused on being someone else who's less fortunate than me, helping to develop that next person? Very fine. I'm helping find it now. I know where it's at. I know where it's at. I got me one right here, man. What is that? <laughs> it should be. Uh, it might be. It's a, it's, a new, it's a new scripture. It's a new scripture talking about a, a look up appearance. That's not. Oh, that's yeah, that's the one you want. Is it? No, that's the shit. No, it's a, it's a, yeah, there you go. It's uh, it's like, huh? So St. John chapter 7, let's see. You just throwing stuff out there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's here. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Uh oh. Open that door. Yeah, here we go. Is St. John chapter uh, 23. It's a. You said verse 20. 21. That's what I want. St. John uh, chapter 7 and verse 21. 21. Hold on, hold on. Let me see something, man. It says, The people answered and said, How is it thou hast a a devil who goes? About to kill him, kill me. Come on, I gotta find this. Which one are you doing? That's 18. Actually, uh, yeah, we can go right. We can go to 16. Yeah, you got me. Um, check me to verse 14. Try to verse 14 and then read down. We're just gonna read an example of. What mindset Christ was in, and why Paul Peter said, I mean, Paul said he was in harmony right. with Christ. Be followers of me, right. even as I am a follower of Christ. Right. He said, I have mm-hmm. received of the Lord, right. which also I deliver unto you. So when Peter was talking to them, he was talking to them and showing. That's Paul. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. Come on, I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. I'm mixing them up. But when Paul was talking to them, he was showing them what. He was showing them the same mindset that he was in was the same mindset that Christ was in. So the message that he was giving the brothers at Corinth was showing them that 
This is the mind frame that you're supposed to be in. This is what we're supposed to unify around. We're supposed to be unified and helping one another. So where is things out chapter seven verse sixteen? Go ahead. It says, "How um, I answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but is that sent me.'" What verse are you at? Seven sixteen, Saint John. I want you to start at um, fourteen. Fourteen. Saint John chapter seven and verse fourteen, and it reads, "Now about the midst of the feast, Yahushai went up into the temple." Start twelve. Start at verse twelve. Uh, St. John chapter 7 and verse 12. Uh, that's what I want to be at. Read that. And it reads, And there was much murmuring among the people concerning him. So, <laughs> Go ahead. For some said, He is a good man. Others said, Nay, but he deceiveth, deceiveth the people. So, there was, <laughs> so when they were discussing Christ, one was... One, there was a, yeah, some said he's a good man. Some said, you know, he's a, he, I think he's fake. He deceived him, and he, he, he tricking y'all. Go ahead. How be it, no man spake openly of him. But it, it, it was, that's why I said it was murmuring. Yeah. Nobody said, they were going to say it to his face, but we're going to talk behind his back. But we're going to talk behind his back then. Go ahead. <laughs> now, about in the, now, about the midst of the feast, Go ahead. Yahushai went up into the temple and taught. And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters? How did he know this book so good? How did he know the letters? How did he know the epistles? How did he know the Bible? Go ahead. Having never learned. Oh, read on. Yahushai answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but is that sent me. So he knew that the the father was the source and where he learned the spirit dealt with him where he learned from the most high. But as we're reading, we're reading because we're reading this to figure out what Christ did, how Christ carried himself, and if Paul the same example that we're supposed to unify around. Right? Go ahead. 17, it says, if any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of the Most High or whether I speak of myself. Go ahead. He that speaketh of himself speaketh his own glory. So, it, it, and this is Paul was talking about some is drunkard, others only because I was looking. I'm only my own glory. I'm doing this to make me look good in the eyes of the Most High, or I'm doing this to make me look good in the eyes of men. Go ahead. 18, it says, He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory, but he that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true. Read. And no unrighteousness is in him. So the righteousness that I'm developing, that can only be developed when you're not seeking for your own glory. You're seeking, this is about making the Father shine, not me. So everything that I'm doing, it's like, our actions are supposed to be what the way we treat people is what's going to make people come to the most high. They're not coming to the most high because we have the biggest garments on or we have the um the longest dress or the longest fringes or we we we, we talk the smoothest or 
We look the smoothest, so we dress, and, and, and the garment is make us look righteous. As a man that was unlearned, right. they didn't look at him like he was a scholar. They looked and said, man, this, how is he able to talk and deal, talk to, to teach the way he teach as somebody who's not learned? But the whole time he was explaining, I'm doing the will of the Father. I'm not doing, I'm not just doing what you guys think we're supposed to be doing. I'm doing the will of the Father. So we're supposed to be in here not getting caught up when we get in the church, getting caught up in program and how we look to the program. We should be caught up in how we um any others right. How we mentioned that I'm not here for me. I'm trying to make this about the most high. And by making it about the most high, this is about helping each other. Go ahead. Oh, 19. Oh, 19. 19. Wow. Did not Moses give you the law, and yet none of you keep it the law? He says, Moses gave you the law, but you're still breaking the law. Go ahead. Why go ye about to kill me? He said, why are you attacking me then? You ready to kill me. Moses gave y'all the law, but you ain't keeping the law. You know what's crazy? Now, let's just analyze that right there for a minute. If I just stop for a minute, and if you said Moses gave the law, if he gave the commandments, what is the second greatest commandment? Let your neighbor as yourself. So, so the first commandment is love the most high with all thy heart and all thy soul. And the second is to love thy neighbor as thyself, right? So if I'm looking at how to analyze this story and how people are being dealt with, and it was more about that person's glory, the same things that I would want for myself, I'm supposed to want them or try to help the next person get that. That love is supposed to be there. Um, if I don't want to be alone, then I'm going to make sure that my, that, that my brother or that sister is not alone because that is the love that I would want to receive. So as we read this, you're looking at, person's looking at them in a way to where it's like saying, you mad at me. You want to kill me, but you ain't even keeping the law. There's so much that need to change in me in the church in the church because I get to the congregation and all of a sudden now because I'm a part of the camp, I think that my actions are justified and they're not. We're still required to learn to and, and stay up on these scriptures and this Bible so that I know that as I'm reading and living my life, I am still working and following the trying to please the Father. So it's more or less about the fact that I showed up dressed than who, who I helped. How you're dressed and the fact that you showed up isn't what pleases the Heavenly Father. Right. What pleases the Heavenly Father is how you helped others. That's it. Helped the neighbor. So we'll keep reading. Right on point. Go ahead. Um, so St. John chapter 7 and verse 20. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I wish I answered and said unto them, I have done one work. Hold on, hold on. Uh, oh, read 20. Yeah, verse 20. All right. Uh, verse 20, it says, The people answered and said, Thou hast a devil. Who goeth about to kill thee? <laughs> so that's, that's what they said to Christ. So they're like, you tripping. You got spirit from it. Who's going about to kill you? Read on. Yahushua answered and said unto them, I have done one work, and ye all marvel. Because I have done one thing, and I everybody tripping. Right. Go ahead. 22, it says, Moses therefore gave unto you circumcision, not because it is of Moses, but of the Father. Go ahead. And ye on the Sabbath day circumcise a man. Go ahead. 23, if a man on the Sabbath day receive a circumcision, that the law of Moses should not be broken, are ye angry at me because I have made a man every whit whole on the Sabbath day? So go ahead. Judge not according to the appearance. So he looked at you for quick to make sure you honor Moses on the Sabbath day and circumcise the person so that he don't break the Sabbath. But now I'm wrong because I healed a man on the Sabbath day. You may just look like I'm doing to serve our work on the Sabbath day because I healed. Christ was trying to give it. He gave us an example of where his focus was. I'm unified, but we're not just unified in this same place. We ain't here in the same place. you doing that, but I know what the most high required of me. So if we're following, like Paul said, I have received of the Lord which also I deliver unto you. So what was received was the spirit of helping the next person that needed help. Looking about your congregation, seeing the people that need the help, and then making the sacrifices and doing what you got to do to make sure that you help the next person. That is what was received to Paul and to all the other apostles and prophets. That is the lesson that they learn. Go ahead. That was it, right? Yeah. Because we wanted to show, we just wanted to show that that example of what we're supposed to follow, what we're supposed to be in harmony with is the love that we have for one another, is the fact that we looked out for one another, is the fact that we helped one another. Exactly. Where the blessing is commanded. So now, go back to First Corinthians. Chapter 11, right? And you're going to go ahead and jump down to twenty-three. You go twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. Oh, uh, we're in First Corinthians uh, chapter eleven. And verse 23. And it says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. What? Go ahead. So, let's say, first, and we're in First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Go ahead. 
and it reads, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. Because this chapter is talking about the fact that we look out, that we bless the blessing that's supposed to come. And what we're supposed to be unified on is helping one another. We're not divided. The church is supposed to be unified and helping the ones that are there that need the help. Go ahead. That the Lord Yahushai, the same night in which he was betrayed. Go ahead. And when he had debraced and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. So I like where we're going with this because that should have been the, the spirit of the church in Corinth. As opposed to, I'm taking from me, the glory is on me, and make sure I'm full. Christ's focus was, I broke, and I said, I made sure you ate. I made sure you were taken care of. Even, so where is even, it? Even in the time of, of worse. Right. This is this is the same night. Mm-hmm. So that that that's the getting the giving the education or the understanding on what he was talking about when it says for to to come together for the worse. There you go. There you go. I'm still at the, at the end. You're right. right. Here's the point. It's the end. Uh, I've got the trade, and I'm going out the same way I started. Right. Still looking out for the congregation. Still looking out and seeing that person that was in need, and I helped the person that was in need. Focus I fed that person. But he says, it says, and when he had given thanks, he break it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. He said, This do in remembrance of me. So for us to honor Christ, what was Christ expecting us to go do? Do the same thing, follow follow the example. What, what, there you go, that, that help that next person. Which 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 would be actually in Philippians. Yeah. Yeah. So that's perfect what you're doing. Because we're looking at our, this was about helping the next person. We're supposed to be unified in loving and helping the next person. Like Christ and, the, and Paul, they were all in harmony. Apostles were in harmony when it came to helping people. They wasn't focused on how big the, the temple was or, or, or how much glory and honor they received, they were in harmony or unified in now helping that next person. Go ahead. 25. 25. It is 1 Corinthians 11, verse 25. I'm sorry. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now we ain't got to yell too loud. Let's go in the garage real quick. Or about the green room. No difference in it. Open the door for me, man. We only got about an hour left. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, yeah that's not too good, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, there's a lot of Then we get the echo going up in here, then, man. We're about to send a few prayers, though. <laughs> All right, where we at? We're in chapter 11. And uh, starting at verse 
really listening, but honestly, man, it was getting too loud, and the smell was just calling me. I was like, I was about to say something about burgers or something, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm straight going to mess this up. So look at so we, so we, now read 25. So that's what we're going to jump to. All right? Um, so we're in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 25. And right. Reads, After the same manner, also, you took the cup when you had shot, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. Go ahead. This do ye as oft as ye drink it. It as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Hold on, so you, you say, this do ye as oft as I drink it. Right. So, like, after y'all sitting there watching me drink, as ye drink it. So, if this is pressing, this is the, this is, read it to the top. Sorry. We're missing a word in there. So, it, it, okay, um, First Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 25, it mm-hmm. says, after the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. So my point is that was what's asked. Whose cup was it then? When is it? You're looking at the fact that I picked up the bread, yeah. gave it. I picked up the, my cup. Well, I picked up the cup, and instead of me well, drinking it, you know, I, I pick up this cup, yeah. and I'm giving it to you. Right. Because remember, the issue was somewhere hungry, yeah. others were drunk. So that means the ones that that made sure they were taken care of, mm-hmm. they weren't looking for, for the ones who had. weren't taken care of, who didn't have. You didn't stop and look at who ain't had a drink. Let me go but let me go let me go fill your cup up. Because yeah. in those acts that would develop a spirit of love for one another. That may that means like you said Philippians. I had to esteem you. You got to get that, man. Right. You got to go to Philippians. You got to read that to add in because this is a part. This is what we're supposed to be unified in. Did I look out to help the person that was less fortunate than myself? Or did I only, I only been in this truth just making it about a service? I show up. I say the salute. I, 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 I got my head covered, but when it was time to help, well, those opportunities were there to help the next person. Did we unify to make sure that that next person was taken care of, right. that they got help? Right. Because in this one, that's what we always divided. Everybody, for the time we've been the truth, that's when men and Israel has been divided. Yeah. When the truth benefits you, then, the truth. then it's the truth. It's the most high. Oh, it's the spirit. But as soon as you got to get up and sacrifice for the next man, that means if you was at a mall and you had to sacrifice for the next man, all of a sudden now it's, it's negative. And, and oh, spirits, and brother, you know, I don't see how this is spiritual. So next time I hear that foolishness about, well, it's, how's the job spiritual? Well, who are you? If you was helping someone else, then you would see how it benefits the next person. Because it was it was completely spiritual when it was helping you. When you were the one that needed and you came in, life was like this, you going through that, uh, um, you will have an answer 
Somebody was sacrificing to keep the lights on. Somebody was sacrificing to keep a place for you to come to. And if you needed a roof over your head, somebody was making a sacrifice to even do that. But now, when you are now put in that same position where you have to be unified with that culture, because this is what they were unified on. That started a culture that Paul and the apostles and Paul and followed. They were following a culture. They weren't just about the, the, the service or the ceremony. They were truly there trying to get everybody focused on helping each other. When you, have, when you didn't have, somebody made sacrifices for you. As you grow, now that you, when it's your turn to not be the one doing the sacrificing, it can't all of a sudden be negative. It can't all of a sudden be, oh, brother, this is, you know, I don't see the spirit in this. But I, don't see, I don't see how this is pleasing the most high. We're going up there and we're showing this is what Christ did. Right. He, right. He, on his, at the time I was, to be crucified. I was being betrayed. At my worst time. I was still giving. It was still about the next person. My message was about making sure that I took care of the next person. Somebody less fortunate than me. And we come into the truth, and it's a new person. Every new person in the spirit is less fortunate. Because the Most High has been working and blessing the rest of us that have been here for a while, but for all the new people coming in, they are the less fortunate. They're the more feeble. They're the ones coming out the world and need the investment in. Read on, though. That was at the end of 25? No, well, we're, we're in Philippians. There you go. Uh, because we, because we finished. We finished. Okay, got you. Read that. So we're, we're Philippians chapter two. Now we get loud verse and verse uh three. Yeah, we ain't we ain't fighting the right. Yeah, the, 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 or vain glory. So we're looking at, like we were reading, Christ had the same issue right. in John. Was John we read? Yeah, in John. He had right. the same issue. Like, y'all couldn't come back. Paul had the same, same, right, the same, same issue. With, with the heresies and the divisions among you because strife look, causes the contentions and the divisions. And we're losing sight right. of what we're supposed to come together for. This was right. about helping each other. We lost sight of that, and we're more focused on this, uh, the new, the, that breakdown coming out of, or, or brother, you know, this, this, there are new, there are new um, signs happening. On, well, shoot, brother, listen, they're going to keep being signs happening. Brothers, is, I, I watched the, the video on YouTube, man, uh, brothers about, they seen chariots. I'm like, Huh, come on. I'm like, man, I'm like, brother, the water put that video out. I'm like, good, good. I'm happy. You, Christ is the most high doing what they're supposed to be doing. 
They're coming back in, getting the next person, helping the next person. They're only taking us as a nation anyway. So what good is it if I don't help to restore or help to build up the brother in the spirit that's less fortunate or the sister in the spirit less fortunate? That this is about us unifying to love one another. This ain't about the fact that we just came together. So we've been coming together. But even in Christ's day, they still showed up to the church. Even in Paul's day, they still came to the church. But it was even in the church, look at what we're doing. People that really are in the spirit, less fortunate, just coming in. Needing the extra attention. You know what we do? We've been here so long. As old as life, we've been here so long, we've become selfish. Because we make everything about us. We make everything about what we're going through. But somebody had to sacrifice for you to be where you at. Somebody had to stop thinking about themselves for you to get where you at. But now when it's your time, to not think about yourself, all of a sudden what you've got going on is so big that I can't be the right example. I can't be, I can't study and be there for a person that's less fortunate, that's just coming in than me. The thing I'm going through is just my whole world is falling apart. We're reading, this is not new. Right. We keep reading. This has been the pattern of our people, where we only look to glorify ourselves. We look to now, I'm looking to make me feel good, not help the next person. Because right. helping the next person will be helping the nation. Right. Helping the nation would be the most I'd be well pleased in what I'm doing. And commanding the blessing, which would which is him coming to come get it. Come on, huh? Him coming to come get it. But it says also, uh, or vainglory, which is self-explanatory. The vainglory, it's not about your glory or like what we just read earlier yeah. about Christ saying, I didn't, I, this is not my will. This is, if, if he came to teach his will, then it would be vainglory. This is about the Heavenly Father. There you go. And there's no profit in it for us. Right. There is no profit for us. We only profit as a nation. We only profit as a body. That has to be unified. That is what we're supposed to come together on. But we're losing focus on that. Because we are looking. You know what vainglory is? I'm looking for someone to acknowledge me. I'm not looking for the nation to grow. I'm just looking for someone to acknowledge me. I'm I'm looking for someone to pat me on the back. I'm looking for someone to lick my wounds and everything else. It ain't about the nation. It ain't about the body. Because that would be be following Christ. That would be what the most I would call an upright man or a righteous man. Because he followed the path of Christ and the apostles. He made sure that he got up, and every day he got up, he got up for the ones that needed help. So let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. Go ahead. 
but in lowliness. But in what? Lowliness. Read. Of mind. So if I am down, if I don't feel like I've been patted on my back enough, how would you supposed to feel? Right. right. That we come together for the worst. I am always going to feel like, I look, we read. Right. We act like this is a mystery. Like, he's telling you, he's like, you're going to feel lost. You're going to feel used. You're going to feel like somebody took advantage of you. Because it's, it's not that person. It's for the nation. It's for the body. It's not, we're not, this ain't about this. I'm doing things that we're, we're sacrificing, but the but the body ain't being taken care of. Or the body is not, my sacrifice don't go right there to help everybody. And everybody know it does. Because you, you can watch a school come together. For this school to come together, guess what everybody had to do? We had to sacrifice together. Because there ain't no school. <laughs> there ain't no class. I could see if there was no school. There was no class. People weren't. There was no, no environment right. for people to come together or come to to get help. I could see if that wasn't happening. And... and the the, 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 the the picture that like you know T D J started dude? Yeah. He got a plane. Yeah. He got he got a they was going through him, uh Joe Olsey, all of them, man. Yeah. I didn't see nobody with a house that was under four mil. Yeah, I can see if it was if going to make this one person comfortable. But if you analyze everybody as in a body or in a two everybody is struggling. Because it still takes a sacrifice on every level. If I'm teaching, I'm struggling because, hell, that I, I have to sacrifice my time all night working on this person's spirit. It's still a sacrifice, however you want to look at it. If I'm going to work and I'm having to give to, to make sure that now we're putting here for this to grow, it's still a sacrifice. But i got to esteem others better than myself, it has to be going to be low. That's why the scripture said what? But in lowliness. But in what? Lowliness of mind. Lowliness of what? Of mind. That means you're you're stressed. You're uh you you felt you you feel you, yeah. you feel used. You feel uh taken advantage of. You feel you know, I just have no time for myself and like I I'm not happy. But in that situation, you feel de- you feel deprived. So in that feeling of deprived, I like it because it's, it's always a feeling. Right. But the most I said, in lowliness of mind, so in feeling this right. way, do what? Let each esteem other better than themselves. So when, when I'm at my worst, when I'm at that lowliness of mind, when I'm at my worst, the most high to said to do what? To esteem others better than themselves. This is what I praise you for. Read on. For it says, look not every man on his own thing. This is not what we're praying for. I'm not looking out for me. At this point, we're not getting to the kingdom until we do what Christ did when he was on the Sabbath day. He was there. But instead of him reading to get the glory, he read and then went to now help the next person, a person less 
fortunate for themselves. That is what we're supposed to be doing. Huh. That is the message that Paul was, that Peter and Paul right. was putting out. Right, and it, it, it breaks it down in the next, Keep reading. in the next, uh, in five. It says, yeah. let this mind be in you. This is what we're supposed to be unified on. We're supposed to be unified, right, because this is where we're supposed to be unified. Right. So also, I will bless because y'all are unified in this mind. Helping the next person out. Started out in that mind, but that was the mind of the Father. You are second to the body. I am second to the body. Every man and woman is second to the body. And until we accept that, we're not going to get no blessing, man. We keep trying to make this about us. In every situation, I'm trying to make it about me rather than make it about the body. You know? Okay, I'll start. That's number five again. It says, let this mind be in you. Go ahead. Which was also in Yahweh Shot. Read. Uh, who, being in the form of the Most High, Go ahead. thought it not robbery to be equal with the Heavenly Father. Because the Father the wanted the exact same right. thing that Christ did. Right. This is about taking care of our nation. This right. is about taking care of the body. This is about taking care of the congregation that you're around. You don't look out for you. You look out for the next person. You look out for the next person in the spirit that's less fortunate. And the reason why I keep saying in the spirit, because we think a cat coming in and he buying this and to spend over here, like he blessed. You ain't blessed. The, the, the world gave you that. That world, they didn't give you salvation. You just got it in the world. Anybody can get a good job. It didn't come in and I had great money. Because a lot of cats that come in is stupid floss. They money, and I'm looking for glory. And then as soon as they start losing everything, I don't understand. Man. I don't see how that's the spirit of the most high. Right. <laughs> but you ain't read. Right. Because this is, this is the spirit of the most high is about giving to the next person. Right. And, and it's, spirit, also, go ahead. it's also about where it says, who being in the form of the Heavenly Father thought it not robbery to be equal or in unity with the Heavenly Father. So you look at so that you don't get the wrong right, you don't think understanding that there's a different spirit that, going that, on. That that Yahweh Shai is now equal to like the order now has changed because people will think that because right. it says equal, oh now Yahweh Shai is is the most high. Right. Yeah, I understand. So right. it's, I, I, it's, right. it's, I like the point you're making because it's almost like a person will take that like the, like Christ is taking glory. Right. Christ ain't taking glory. Yeah. I'm, I'm working. I'm, I'm, I'm unified with right. the Father. I'm, I'm serving the Father. Right. This is the work right. of the most high because this is what Christ was doing. Taking a step low, I came on the earth, Walk like a man, spit on, put down the whole lot. Brother, we read we read the story. Christ was 
they was murmuring about Christ, and then and the spirit there was like, why you want to kill me? You want to kill me for doing the will of the Father. The only thing I'm here doing is helping the next person. I'm not taking glory. This is what the Father wants. We're supposed to be like-minded. I'm not here making this about my glory. I'm trying to help the next person because I know this is what the Father wants. Well, that vain glory, I want everybody to see what I'm going through. Right. I want everybody to see, you know, what I went through or what I've come to. And what, where? The most I look at you like. It's, it's a direct correlation with the scripture that says, be not unevenly yoked also because. Yeah. We come like this. We look at this thing like, man, I look where I came from. Right. Look where I'm at. Look what I've gone through. The most I look at you like, you, you're missing the whole yeah. understanding of this, what this truth is about. This truth is about what you went through. This truth is about who you helped. Because you'll come back and look, oh, how well done, my good and faithful servant. You saw this survive when your woman left you. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You, I saw how you put yourself back together when your car broke down. And when you lost your house, <laughs> that's not what we're going to get praised for. He's going to look at you. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You did time I was on the earth. I was helping to the time that I was about to be put on the cross. I was still in the same spirit, right. helping, not glorifying myself, not doing a pity party for myself, but helping. That was what I was focused on. I went to the kingdom because I started helping. I started sacrificing. I've been giving to the point when I was gone, I was doing the same thing, sacrificing, giving. It was about teaching and helping the next person. I'm like, we doing the rest of this. If it's about you doing something that makes you feel good about you, I'm also looking at this thing like, this person really does not get me. This person lacks a lot of understanding. This truth is about going, developing, spiritually helping the person who's the next person who needed. We already know what condition they're coming out of the world in because we was in the world. Thankful in our lives that it was a brother that for, 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 or for a woman who was a sister. But it was a brother man that sacrificed his time to get my head right. Now, when it's time for me to sacrifice my time to help get this person's head right, it's all about me feeling good about me. I need some glory. I need to feel good about all that I've done. Father, you got to show me a sign that all my sacrifices wasn't was in vain. I am showing you a sign. See that brother over there to help? It wasn't in vain because I need some glory. Yeah, yeah. And the most I like, I'm going to show you it wasn't in vain. But I'm going to show you it wasn't in vain. Yeah. See that brother over there? Go teach him. See that sister over there? 
that family over there, that's how you know. That's the only way you're going to know that everything you went through and everything that you learned wasn't in vain because it wasn't for you. It was time for you to pass it on to the next person. It was time for you to make the investment that somebody made into you. It's time for you to make that investment into the next person. That is what esteeming others better than yourself means. That's what it means to, to, to take your body and give it to the next person. Take your cup, give it to this person. I'm trying to help feed their spirit now. It is about them. The most I have no pity on you because somebody was there for you. Somebody's still there for you. The problem is you're not, you're still stuck in the victim mode. Yeah, you was going through something, but the most I brought you out of it. Now it's time for you to help reach back. We always try to reach forward, to reach back and help the next person now. Because they're going to have to reach back and help the next person. Because they're going to have to reach back and help the next person. And every time you reach back, you lose. Every time you reach back, you have to give something. You're sacrificing for that next person to come out of the hell that they in. So, essentially, you should probably change the word from reach back to give. Yeah, give back. Because if you reach it, you, you reach it for some shit. But pass that, you pass that, give pass back. That, yeah, pass that knowledge on. Give back. Pass that. Somebody gave you a home when you came in. Give them a home. Somebody gave you late nights of counsel to get your mind. Now give them late nights of counsel to get their mind right. Somebody gave your family a ride and helped you out. Now you give a ride and help out. That's what this is about. Go to St. John now. St. John chapter 13, and we're going to start at verse 1. St. John chapter 13, verse 1. No, it's not the first one. St. John chapter 13, you're going to start at verse 1, right? Okay. We can read examples of what we're supposed to be unified. We're supposed to be unified in loving and taking care of one another. So read that one for So we're in uh, St. John chapter 13, starting at verse 1, and it reads, Now before the feast of the Passover, when Yahushai knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. Verse 2, it says, And supper being ended, the devil having now put into the mind or heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Yehoshai, knowing that the father had given all things into his hands and that he was come from the heavenly father and went to the heavenly father, he rises from supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and girded himself. After that, 
he poureth water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon, and Peter saith unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Yahweh answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Yahweh answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Yahweh saith to him, He that is washed needeth not save or except to wash his feet, but his is very clean, every clean every whit, and ye are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him, therefore said he, Ye are not all clean. So after he had washed their feet and had taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? Ye call me Master and Lord, and ye say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that ye should do as I have done to you. For verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. So we got, yeah, we got to 17. I, I read slow, but perfect. No, that's perfect, perfect. It's bringing out the point that we've been, the focal point that we've been focused on the whole the whole class is to do uh, unto, unto your neighbor as you you would have yourself yourself uh, love your neighbors love your neighbors as yourself right. like washing of the feet in, at the end of uh, seventeen where he said that since I am your Lord and Master you say well. But and I washed your feet. So now it's your turn. It's your turn to watch to wash each other's feet. There you go. That's all the point we're trying to show. For the person who would take the most glory, right? Instead of me glorifying myself, I'm about to wash your feet. Right. I'm not. The message is not for me to take. The message is for me to wash your feet. I mean, let me take. Let me in lowness of mind. Right. I'm esteeming you. Baby. I'm making you more important than me. Right. That is the message that he was trying to put out. Right. That's the example that we're supposed to unify behind. Right. Unify in the times that are worse. The worst. Now, now jump down to verse 34, I think, right? The same chapter, St. John chapter 13, and I want you to read verse 34. All right? 34 and 35. Read that. Um, 
St. John chapter 13 and verse 34, and it reads, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another. But you know what I like about this, too? Because he showed, he, he showed, he just didn't say it. He gave an example of it also. Right. He even yeah, showed I'm telling you to love one another, but I'm showing you how you're supposed to love. Let it be your action. Did you help the next person? Like when you're going through it and you're hungry, you at your worst. You want someone there to help you. Christ himself, what we're supposed to be doing. Read that again. Um, St. John chapter 13 and verse 34. And uh-huh. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another, as I have loved you. Go ahead. That ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. So what is it that's going to let everyone know that we're serving, the, we're saving the most high, that we're that walking the same path as Christ, or the or Yahusha. Right. The fact that we took care of each other. Right. That the fact that he loved one another. Right. That's what, I have loved you. So how did he show love to them? He washed their feet. He was there for them. He catered to them. We show that Christ is with cater to the one that's less fortunate. The one that needs they need spiritual development. They need that attention at every camp. Got brothers and sisters around that I know we need that attention, but I'm more focused on the glory. I'm more focused on how I look or how we look or what we're doing. Complete, man. Keep going. I got to show a scripture, man. It's bad. 35, it says, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. By what? By what? If ye have love to another. And I'm glad that he showed the example. He just did He wasn't just walking around talking about, yeah, let me be this. Yeah, let me, John. I love you. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I love you, baby. I love you, Andrew. I love you, Bartholomew. Come on, Bartholomew. <laughs> he wasn't just talking. I went and showed it. Where are we going to the ones that, that are that I know they're trying? They got the less fortunate. But where am I extending? In other words, they need the help. Yeah, we don't do that. You know what we do? We look down. Because that is the way of glorifying myself. <coughs> we read about that in the Bible. Please, let them walk out and pray. Please, don't make me like this person who gave a pity. Please, don't make me like this sinner. Christ like. You picked the whole point. How are you praying to be better than the next person? How do you walk around your good life you better than the next person when you know that person needed the focus, the help, the attention? Well, you know what? You know somebody for their glory? Because they're always trying to make it about themselves. We back in counsel? We back in counsel about something you're doing or what you're going through. Maybe it's time for you to focus on the next person so there will be less counsel about what you're going through so we can get out of here, so we can get blessed. We're looking, if I know my situation, if there's a body, if I know 
our situation. I know where we need. We're lacking here. The most of it shows one thing. We're more focused on the appearance of things rather than the help for the next person, for everybody in a camp, in a school, whatever, man. You got people that need the help. But what we keep looking at is that it's only the elders or the leaders. It's their responsibility. Um, that's not that we're not unified then in the right mind. That's not their responsibility. That's all of our responsibility. Every time new person walks through them doors, that are tr- they're trying to change their life. It is, excuse me, it is our responsibility. We were supposed to be unified in that because the examples are through the Bible that have shown where our minds are supposed to be focused. Person like somebody was focused on helping you, me. Where you at? Now jump down to St. John chapter 15 now, right? St. chapter 15 and verse 11. St. John chapter 15 and verse 11. And reads, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Go ahead. This is my commandment. This is my what? My commandment. Okay. That ye love one another. Hold on. <laughs> you know we are sad people when I gotta I have to give you a commandment to help one another. We'll be big. Man, you know what? It'll be funny. It's so bad now you can you could be in a different state and need help. And a person will be looking to see if you were in fringes or if you served the new moons or if um, – where were you for the Sabbath day? And you really needed help. But I don't even realize – that person didn't even realize when they were so focused on the fact that you didn't wear fringes or something, they didn't realize is that commanded to help you at that. That might have been a moment that you really needed to help. But instead of a person keeping the commandment and then now loving you, helping you, that's a commandment. Shame you now. This, is where, that, this that, is where the shame comes in. You it. don't have the fringes on, and so I can't help you. Give me some fringes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, if I'm hungry, listen, if that's what's on this, Give me the French shirt. I'll put the French shirt on so I can get a meal. Right. So I can get caught. What you need me to say, man? Say you're higher. How long? What, what do you want me to say? What do I need to do that I can get help? Because if the most I sent me to you, that was the purpose of the reason he sent me, was to get help from you. That's our duty. That is the reason why we in this truth in the first place is to sacrifice for the, the person that's less fortunate in the spirit. They talk about buying, you know, man, I, I sacrifice, man. Brother told me he needed a house. I bought him a house. It's not like, please, you ain't getting off that easy. So if you bought a house, you didn't give him your house. 
That means if you bought a house, you can afford to buy a house. Man, I did the work of the most high. I saw that brother, he needed a ride. I gave him a ride. Yeah, I gave him a ride. You weren't going out your way anyway. That's kind of sacrifice, right? This truth is about sacrificing for each other. Giving your life. Sharing. It's different if you moved over. Right. I'm in my house. Yeah. I moved this, this family to my house. I moved my son. Now, yeah, I made myself uncomfortable right. for them to get a chance to get on their feet. That's what, folks, we don't do that. Yeah, man, I was sacrificing, man. I went ahead and, uh, you know, I had I had my garage doors open, so, you know, I felt like <laughs> you know, I didn't give my kids rooms up, but, I, you know, I left that family sleep in the garage. Well, I paid for a hotel that night. Then we, we then we slick. We like I said, them opportunities where a person needed help and you could have helped. And I'll be like, well, I, I need to go and get counsel. I need to check and see if you know if, 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 my, if, if my woman gonna be all right with it. All right. <laughs> you know. She ain't comfortable. She ain't comfortable. You know, she don't, she don't, she don't, she don't, she don't know you. She don't know you like that. You got all them tattoos on her. There's something wrong right. with you, man. Hey, hey, Christ, Christ ain't with you. <laughs> so the most I look at it like, that was your opportunity to give back and help someone that needed the help. That was your opportunity to love your neighbor. That was your opportunity to wash his feet now. Like somebody came off, came off base, high position, and washed your feet. Moved over in a home for you to, to, sleep, to sleep in. Took your family in when they was at their worst. This is that's what the most of love, not in words, but in deeds. Well, your actions showing that this is about loving them. I can spend all day in my head. We spend all day in our head and then look for somebody to stay up all night to get my mind right. But the next person that somebody could have called me that really was needy, and instead of me getting out of my head and helping them, or even if I was studying to be able to help the next person. We don't even do that. We study, work on myself. Like what? How much work do you need? Because let the Bible change. How much? You keep reading it over and over, but then like the words are changing. I mean, I don't know why I kept the spirit on. Because you because you spend too much time looking at you. You will help you get the spirit off you. Go help that person get the spirit off them. Think about the next person, the spirit of leave. Because the only spirit on you is the fact that you don't want to sacrifice. The only spirit is on you is that you want it always to be about you. You're the victim. You want the pity party. And the whole time, most I like, no, this needs to be about the next person. It's got, if you really want that joy to be there, if you want bowels of compassion, plus to fulfill ye my joy, if you want to be happy, 
He said that you're going to have to fulfill his joy. You've got to do what made, makes a person happy. You have to esteem others better yourself. That's the only way you're going to get blessed or get happy or get joy in this truth because that is the path that the rest of the apostles walked down. From there, you finish that? Yes. Um, 14. 11. 11. Read 12. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. It says, uh, Tell me where you're at. Where is Take uh, John chapter 15 and verse 12. Go ahead. And it reads, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Uh-huh. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. This is the way we show love. It's the fact that I put my glory down. I put my pity party down. I put down this, what I'm going through, and I now made it about my friend. I made it about the next person. I made it about my brother. I made it about my sister, the ones that needed help. Because all everybody is going to go through something. And at that point, they're going to need the help. It can't always be about you. It can't always be about your glory, your spirit. At one point, you have to look and see, man, there's somebody that needs more than me. Can I put me aside? For a minute, that's what, you know, it's crazy. The more I think about this more, Christ, you would think, knowing man, if I just, <laughs> I know that the one I stopped with is going to betray me. So you would think, I would have got it. First of all, I wouldn't have stopped with him. Yeah. But I wouldn't have helped him. I would have found me a quarter to hide in. And I'm going to get as far as away from y'all dudes. I possibly get away from because I already know what you're going to do. So in the in the point where you would think he would run, in the point that you would think he would, I'm going to go get me a, I'm going to get me a sword. I'm going to, I'm going to protect myself because I know y'all going to sell me out. I'm here giving. I'm washing feet. I'm, I'm making it. I've started about Israel. I ended in the worst situation still making it about the body, the ones around me. We're reading. This is what is expected. This is what we're supposed to be unified around. Being a part of, being together in the same mind, helping, loving the ones that are less fortunate that need. Read on. Tell me what you got. You're uh, in St. John, chapter 15 and verse 14. It says, ye are my friends. Uh, you are what? My friends. Read up again. Read that. Read up. Greater, greater love. This is 13. Uh-huh. St. John, chapter 15 and verse 13. Okay. And it reads, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends. If ye do whatsoever I command you, uh-huh. henceforth I call you not servant, for the servant knoweth not what this Lord doeth, mm-hmm. what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father 
I have made known unto you. I was, that was the example. Now we are, no, we're no longer trying to, we're students in learning. I mean, in the Bible, I've been taught the will of the Father. I know the expectation. I know what the Father is. And the longer I'm in that mode where it's just me being a servant, being a student, sitting here acting like I need, because that's what a student is. I'm, I'm trying to make sure that the ones of me, above me, they see what I'm doing. You see what I'm doing, right? You see what I'm doing, right? I'm only focused on what you think. I'm not in this truth doing this. The thing, the thing about mentors, that's, that's the men, mentor. Yeah, because I'm only caring about, I do what I'm doing. Aren't you pleased with that? Are right. You, it's really are you, are you, I'm looking for acknowledgement right. from this person. Man, you know what? I'm losing my drive. I'm losing my motivation. You know, nobody appreciates what I do. No, you. What you mean is, don't nobody. Ain't nobody looking at what you do. Because the father, if you're doing it right, in the right spirit, and you making the sacrifice for the next man, the father's well pleased. But I'm not looking for the fathers to be pleased. I'm looking for men to glorify me. I'm looking for everybody to make me feel a part. Compare me on the day. You wanted the gang again, man. You in the gang. Or uh, I, I feel so much better when, you know, somebody just acknowledges the hard work that I've been doing. Most I like, I, I will. I'm waiting for you to do one last step. I am going to acknowledge the good work that you do once you do this step. Because no different than Christ is the same thing. And he wasn't acknowledged till I had to do this step. I had to now wash the apostles' feet. I had to still do this step. I had to give. I had to sacrifice. And for us, now we're going to, real quick, we're going to, uh, um, you got to hurry up. Um, First Corinthians chapter eight. First Corinthians chapter eight, verse seven. And for us, we're at this step. Christ said he became, though he was rich, rich in spirit, the whole night said he became poor, so the next man could be rich. So that there would be an equality. This is when we this is when we in this mind frame. We're unified. We're equal. We're we in the same focus, the same direction. Now we're unified because we're all sacrificing to make sure that that next person is growing so that now they what they have can be for someone else's needs or what the body needs. This truth is about that's what we're supposed to unify in. The fact that we're looking out and taking care of one another. That was the example. Now, for you read that, I want you to go to um, go to um, um, Psalm, not Psalms, but Proverbs chapter eleven and verse eleven. Proverbs eleven eleven. Because this scripture is right up in there, man. Because we read and we read about the example that have been there. And you know what's crazy?
praise him. We read about the examples and we read about the things that made Christ great while he walked this earth. It just wasn't about, he just didn't glorify himself, I'm the son of the most high. I'm the son of the most high. His works spoke for him. His sacrifices spoke for him. The people that he helped is the cornerstone of the church. Paul is written in there. Peter never written there for the people that they helped. The place that they went and the people that they helped is what got them in the book. Read that. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 11. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 11. Don't you read loud, too. Uh, Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 11, and it reads, By the blessing of the upright, this city is exalted. Read it again. By the blessing of the upright. By the what? By the blessing of the upright. So how does the upright get blessed? In the unity. In the unity. That is how an upright, that's truly. And then helping. That's that's why I say the unity, because I'm now making sure that we're looking after the body. That's when he's a blessing is upright. What happens? The city is exalted. That city is exalted. Now your camp is on the map. This Christ, the apostles, how did they get in the books? How did they get on the map? It was what they was doing for everyone else. They didn't get on there because it was about them being exalted. It was the people that they brought in. It was how they built their schools. It was how they built their camps and the communities around them. Them on the map. Your blessing ain't the fact of what you got for you. Your blessing is how how many people around got help. He said, but the blessing of the upright, that exalts the city. Read on. But it is overthrown by the mouth. But it is overthrown by what? By the mouth. Of the wicked. But you know what? Listen, you watch your city are brought down because a wicked nigga opened his mouth. Because it's about somebody talking about something rather than actually doing it. You keep talking and glorifying yourself, but when you look around, ain't nobody getting help. Yeah, I hear you talking, but where are people getting help? Yeah, you make it, you make it about you and you make it, you want the attention. But where is everyone else getting help? This truth, an example that Christ said, was about the sacrifice. Now read First Corinthians real quick. Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse seven. Second Corinthians chapter eight, in verse seven. Read that. Oh. I want you to read kind of fast too, because we are we are not each other. The show is up, and we're gonna go into. Let's go real quick. Read that. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 7. Go ahead. And it reads, Therefore, as ye abound in everything, uh-huh. in faith, Read. and utterance, Read. and knowledge. Those are experienced people. Those are people that have been in this truth. And they have grown in certain areas. We've all grown in certain areas. We've grown in our faith. We've grown in our love. We've grown in our uh, um, utterance. utterance and, and teaching, knowledge. our knowledge, what we've learned. We have grown there. Read on. And in all diligence, and in your love to us. In your love to, to who? To us. He said, yeah, you, 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 you faithful. Yeah, you dedicated. You have grown in these things. You went from being a servant. Now it's time to be that friend. Read on. 
see that ye abound in this grace also. Go ahead. Hey, I speak not by commandment, but by occasion of the forwardness of others. Hold on. For the occasion of the forwardness of who? Of others. Not yourself. Of others. This is about other people growing. We have to now abound in this grace also. The building of others. Read on. And to prove the sincerity of your love. And this is the way you're proving the sincerity of what? Of your love. This is how you prove that you love, by building others. This is how you know this person truly is about serving the Most High, because his focus is on helping and building others. Read. Nine. For ye know the grace of our Lord, Yahweh Shai. There's that example again. Read on. That though he was rich. Though he was what? Though he was rich. Read on. Yet for your sake. For who? For your sake. Go ahead. He became poor. He was building others. Read on. That ye through his poverty. He was sacrificing for others. He was taking the L for others. Read. That ye through his poverty might be rich. Go ahead. And herein I give my advice. For this is expedient for you. This is the work for us. Read. Who have begun before, not only to do, but also to be forward a year ago. This is how we grow. Forward a year ago. This is how we grow. We grow because we're willing to now make the sacrifices for others. We're now willing to now take the L or sit and now make the focus, the development of others. That's why I'm not blessed. That's why we're not unified because we're here in the church, but we're focusing on what I'm going through, where I'm at, and not helping others, and that's not Christ. Finish it. Um, now, therefore, perform to the doing of it, that as there was a readiness to will, Three. so there may be a performance also what? out of that which ye have. Read over verse yet. I was in the 11. Keep reading. 12, it says, For if there be first a willing mind, uh-huh. it is accepted according to that a man hath. Because I'm willing to help others. It doesn't matter what I have, how much I have. Are you willing to not make sacrifices for the next person? If all I got is this little two-bedroom apartment, then I'm going to move in one room and let my let another person or another family get help in the other room because I'm willing to do that. That's how we're going to grow because we're willing to help the next family because somebody was willing to help you. Go ahead. Or I mean, not that other men be eased and ye be burdened. This is a a group effort. We all are expected to be doing this. Go ahead. But by an equality or unity that now at this time your abundance may be a supply for their wants. Because somebody now needs what was invested into you. At this point now, you have been here long enough. You've been a sacrifice for you, but now your supply, all that spiritual growth, all that help, all that counsel, now it is supply for somebody else's want. They need it. Go ahead. 
of also may be a supply for your want mm-hmm. that there may be equal equality. It's all we we're looking for the next generation to come in and help. But the problem is we're not ready. We're too selfish to give the next generation the attention. I'm still focused on what I'm going through. I'm still I'm still feeling like there's things I I'm missing. I don't have this. I don't have that. What's I like, man? I gave you plenty of time. I've made you the attention all this time. Now it's time for you to make someone else the attention. Make them the priority. This would this this is the will of the Father. This is what Christ did. This is the sacrifice. Last one. Go to um, first first John chapter three and verse six sixteen. First John three and sixteen. And this will be the last one. First John chapter three and verse sixteen. And it reads Hereby perceive we the love of the most high. Read that again. Hereby perceive we the love of the most high. This is how this is the thing that we look at. This is how you perceive the love of the most high. We understand. This is how you we understand the, mo- the love of the most high. This is when you are doing the love of the most high or doing the thing that the most high loves. Read on. Because he laid down his life for us. He did what? He laid down his life for us. This is the thing that the most high loves. This is how you know that you're doing was pleasing to the Father. Read again. Because he laid down his life for us. Read on. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Go ahead. But whoso hath this world's good. No. You mean I got answers? You mean I can help someone? But I have this world's goods. Read on. But whoso hath this world's good and seeth his brother have need. I see that they spirit need taught teaching. I see that they need the scriptures or the understanding to what they're going through. So I see that they needed me to move over. Can I, can I have the couch? Can you put my family up? I see that this family or this man has, I have this world's needs, spiritual or physical, and I do what? And shutteth up his bowels of compassion. I do what? Shutteth up his bowels of compassion. What does it mean to shut it up? Turn him down. I, I, I just I either turn him down, I sit him there, or you know what? Excuse. I'm going to sit him with an attitude to be pissed off, and in my head, so that you don't do what? You don't ask me. I'm going to make sure that I'm letting you know that I'm not dealing with you. Because what I got going on is greater right now and more is it's serious, more serious than what you have going on. You know what's crazy? As real parents, as parents, there are a lot that we go through. But when when a child needs, we end up putting our needs second to that child. Maybe need a bottle. I don't care what I was going through. I woke up. 
I don't care what I was dreaming about, how good the sleep was. I got up because this baby needs. Home and falling back in school. I don't care what I, I'm not just, I, I'm not getting to live my life because this child needs. When we come into the spirit now, this child in the spirit needs. Well, what am I doing? I'm making sure that I am unreachable. I'm making sure that whatever I got going on, let you know that what I have going on is more important than what you have going on. I'm making myself unapproachable. I'm going to have an attitude. You are, I am going to let you know and everything. Don't ask me shit. I'm going to let you know. I'm, I'm going to back you up. Read that last part again. Um, and see if his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion. Go ahead. Go ahead. How dwelleth the love of the Most High in him? It doesn't. It doesn't. You don't, you don't, your love for the Most High God is not in if I went and everybody saw me pleasing, serving the Father. Everybody come to the supper. That's not a new trick. The Pharisees watching, they all went to the service and murmured on Christ because Christ was helping somebody else. Everybody, that's not a new trick, man. That's not going to get it. That's going. That's not going to be enough for the Most High to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Because there were opportunities that I gave you to prove to me that you were faithful, that it was about the next man. Threw that away. You made it about you. You shut up your vows of compassion. Read that again. You're in um, 1 John chapter 3 and verse 17. And it says, But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion. Read on. Him, read on. How dwelleth the love of the Most High in him? It don't. I'm, you don't. It doesn't dwell in you. You don't love the Most High. Read on. My little children, let us not love in words neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. That's why I said a person's mouth, the mouth of the wicked tear down, man. Because you know how much it hurt to hear you talk about righteousness and, and and you read the Bible and all this, man, and it was time to help. You made you the focus. You made you wanted some vainglory. you looking for this a feeling of feeling good because you I'm studying, I'm reading, I'm, you know, went out and had a drink, I found a new woman, I got me a new job, I went and got me a bigger house, everything else, chasing a feeling of me feeling good about my accomplishments. And the father like, man, you ain't never going to get that because that joy doesn't come there. The joy doesn't come from how much you grow in the world. The joy in this truth comes from helping others. Building your nation, getting us as a body to the kingdom of the Most High, getting us a body ready for Christ when he come back. That's what this is about. That was it? Did you say 18? Yeah, that was 18. So with that, we're going to call it for the night, man. I got you ready to go. Plus your clock.
<laughs> but be back next Friday. We're going to finish on unity. We're going to keep working unity. We're going to keep brotherly love. We're going to mix them up in there because there's a strong message in it. We're not going nowhere trying to rebuild you. The Most High has built us over and over. People have come restored and helped and put us back together. And, and you know, we still ain't happy. Don't care what is given to us. We're giving breakdowns, man, uh, teachings, counseling. You're like, man, and I, you, you, what is it? You want to keep giving and giving and giving. You back here again. You investing, but you back here again. Maybe it's time to stop thinking about you so you don't end up here again. And it, it pour that to somebody else so you're not back here again. That's all the Father said to show us. This is not love of the Most High if we keep ending up back dealing with our shit. We need to focus on the next person. It's, it's their time. Grow up. It's time to be parents. It's time to be spiritual leaders. It's time to be elder, brothers and sisters. Time to now share and, and develop that next person that really needs that spiritual, that that connection that they need to be taught, that relationship, how to get that relationship between them and the Father. They need that. You know, I'm still studying. And all you're doing is studying for your spirit. You don't want to be right. That's the problem. You don't want to be right. You want to stay that sick, that that victim, whatever it may be, because you enjoy the attention. Because that's the only way you get an attention is I'm in counseling, somebody's going into me. Well, at least they love me. <laughs> you know, at least you know, yeah, oh, con, con, man, con, I, get out of here, con, I, con, brother. Tired of hearing that, man. Who are you helping? Who are you helping? Trying to look at the same old faces, and we're still working on the same old issues and problems. And people ain't over jumping camps and going to the next camp with the same old problems. We back here with new people talking about the same things. We same old problems. Because the only thing you've done is made this about you. You really don't understand what this truth is about. You don't understand what it is, what what this means, or what it truly is to serve the Father. That's all this is at. This is not about you. Every time you are at that pity party, I'm looking for some vain glory. I'm looking for something for me to read or for me to see or for somebody to do something that's going to bring me some joy. Joy comes in the helping of others. That's where the spirit of joy comes. This is not, this is about I'm going to read this. St. John 15 and 11. 
and said, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Which oh actually That was that was that was Saint John fifteen eleven. I love that. We can go back to Philippians. But, but no, we good because I mean, just, most people are looking. I know what you're saying, but I mean, and I don't keep it all night because we got to go and do it. But we'll, we'll, I guarantee what we'll do is when we pick this back up, we'll start back in Philippians. We'll start in those verses because we're going to keep pushing this point. You will find your joy. When you finally make it about them, I know, I know. Is that what you mean? That's why I said we will get right back in it because right. the next how, the next part is going to be about where do I find joy? This is where the scripture you find your joy. And the Stephen others better than yourself. I mean, this is a mystery. You can stay there suffering and and head tripping and going through everything you're going through, but you're not going to get yourself out of it until you make it make it. Till you invest into someone else and stop making everything about you. That's what this is going to be about. It's about I'm going to work my way out of what I'm going through because I've chosen to help the next person. I don't care who it is. I'm choosing person. I find that joy. So with that, we're going to end it for the night, man, and uh, we'll see y'all next Friday. We want to thank every other brother that's been out there teaching, doing what they're doing, man. We're going to tell them to continue. You know what I'm saying? And the most high be with all of y'all out there, man, the four corners. Shout out to the brothers. Just continue with blog talk, man. We're going to keep it going, man, and keep getting this word out. So with that, you're going to say shalom. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.